I was standing outside with two of my younger generation, and they said, Rabbi Volk, do you think you would want to be a member of two of our clubs? I say, what are they? So they said, BFF, best friends forever, and BFFL, best friends for life. I said, I would do anything to gain admission to these clubs. With due respect, this is so important. The focus of these personal relationships and the extension of these relationships. Welcome to Torah Talks Chazak's Tuesday night program with special guests. We have with us Rabbi Mark Volk Shlita Baruch Welcome, how are you? Pleasure to see you, Rabbi. Great to see you as well, once again. And we're going to be speaking about spiritual engagement. But before we get to the topic, we get a little bit of background about the, the great work you're involved with. Uh, I've, been, I've been privileged to uh, be the rabbi of the Young Israel Merrick for 22 years. I'm now the rabbi emeritus. And in addition to being the spiritual leader of the Young Israel of Merrick, um, I had the privilege of serving as the executive director of the American Friends of Yeshiva Karen Biyavna. Yeshiva Karen Biyavna is the first Hezder Yeshiva, which was established in Eretz Yisrael. And the focus of Karen Biyavna is that the Israeli Talmidim, the Israeli students, serve as members of the Israel Defense Force in conjunction with their learning in the Yeshiva. And this type of message and focus is very significant to any number of North American parents who send their, who have sent their sons to Karen Biyavna at this point since 1954. Um, so in the course of my work with Karen Biyavna for 24 years, and in my work for a number of years with the National Council of Young Israel as its, as its executive director, I That's have, where I met you. That, that's where we met. That's right. So I have literally visited the majority of North American, for lack of a better term, modern Orthodox communities in the context of their shuls and schools for many years. Amazing, amazing. The rabbi gives lectures and classes and inspires the masses. So Yishakach, Hazakah as we say to you for all the great work that you do. So being that you've been traveling all over the place and you get to meet a lot of communities and individuals what would you say, in your opinion, is one of the biggest challenges that we have today in our generation? One of the biggest challenges that we have is to determine with love and embrace that the Muna Connection is about love and embrace. That's the rabbi's organization. That's, then, that's right? my organization. And it's similar to, with a different audience, it's similar to what Chabad accomplishes and what Esha Torah accomplishes perhaps what Chazak accomplishes. Yeah. And my good friend, Rabbi Ephraim Buchwald, who's the director of the National Jewish Outreach Program. So the audience there are perhaps are very special Jews who are maybe unaffiliated and uneducated about Torah and mitzvot. Uh, the audience, with great respect and admiration, um, that I am dealing with are Jews who maybe have education but maybe are not acting on all the aspects of the educational experience that they have had. So the biggest challenge in general, and I, and I, I created the Immuna Connection because my focus is about, our focus is about raising the spiritual bar, really of all Jews. We've, you and I have talked about this. So that's what we want to do. We want to see if we can raise the spiritual bar of all Jews to make them think about, and maybe this is my conclusion, 
three important relationships. These relationships represent the essence of who a Jew is. The relationship between between man and Hashem. God. Focus of the Ten Commandments, perhaps. Between one Jew and another. It could even be one Jew and another individual, irrespective of whether he's Jewish or not. And perhaps, most importantly, and the question is, is this relationship first or third, what we call being Adam La'atzmo? I have... Between man and himself. I, I, I have demonstrated to students during the course of my teaching career, I've taken, I've taken a phone to my ear, and I've said the following, Hello, Rabbi Volk, how are you today? Or, Hello, Mark Volk, how are you today? What did you accomplish today? Did you just sit and watch television and read the newspaper? Or did you emerge from your seat in response to, to items that are happening in the world? Visiting the sick, comforting the mourner, taking great pride in a chosen and kala, a bride and groom, becoming married and, rep- and being representatives of, in truth, future leaders of the Jewish people. If you hear that someone is just maybe not feeling so well, are you calling him? And the opportunity within the realm of Amuna. I think we have. We, I think we met once. I could be wrong. At a minion in Ezra's, the minion house here in, in Kew Gardens Kester Hills. Torah. Kester Torah. Excuse me. I think that's where we met. Oh. I, I'm there a lot because my schedule is very, very Correct. all over the place. And Correct. the fact that they have... So eating meeting someone for the first time, <laughs> is it just happenstance? No, it's a blessing from Hashem. That's right. Beautiful. Rabbi, there's many ways uh, that people could define Imuna, and your organization is Imuna Connection. What is a rabbi's uh, definition of Imuna? What would you say? I've give, I've, I've taught, I have spoken about DNA. And there are, and I and I've said it as follows that there are three types of DNA: professional DNA, uh, an individual. Let's say he's Jewish, so he or she becomes a doctor, a lawyer, a dentist, a therapist, a computer specialist, a finance specialist. But in so doing, he has this passion to achieve so much in his in this professional arena. Professional DNA. Family DNA, we love our spouses so much, our children, our grandchildren, our cousins, our grandparents, father-in-law, mother-in-law. We would do anything for them at the drop of a hat. Family DNA. So what about the spiritual DNA? So I have shared the following rabbinic opinions about spiritual DNA. The word amen is as follows. The, the, perhaps the average fellow Jew, with due respect, says, Amen. A, a, a bracha is recited, so he'll say, Amen. A-M-E-N. And or, even not, he'll say the word, Amen. So, Amen, there are three words which evolve from those letters. Kel, Melech, Namon, Hashem is a faithful king. Rav Steinzal, of blessed and righteous memory, says that the word Amen is derived from Imun and Amun. This is magnificent, I must say. Imun means 
training, that the Jew trains himself or herself to understand the outer world just as much as the inner world. The inner world may be more about himself or herself. What about the outer world? If I would leave this facility right now and I, and I view, I've said this in school, and, you, and I view the foliage, the beautiful trees and vegetation, that's part of the creation of the universe. That's the, that's the, that perhaps that's the outer world. So that's training yourself to appreciate who Hashem is. And Amun, so Rav Steinzal quotes Rav Shner Zalman of Liadi, the first Lubavitcher Rebbe, who says that Omein is derived from Amun, craftsmanship. The craftsmanship with your professional DNA, and maybe the craftsmanship now with your family DNA. Are you crafting a mindset about thinking about who Hashem is all the time, particularly with the mitzvot of the Torah. Moshe Kibel Torah Misenai, the first mission of Perkeovos, of Ethics of the Fathers, in which we say that Moshe received the Torah at Sinai. What happened there? Was that a one-time event, 3,300 years ago or so? The Mishnah says that the, that the Torah was transferred to Yehoshua, to the Kenning, to the elders, to the prophets, to the, right, the Nevi'im, to the prophets, to the members, Anshik and Esau Zagdola. The Torah years. moves. So as the Torah moves, what about the next Mishnah? The next Mishnah is everything we're about. The next Mishnah is that, what Rav Shimon says, that the world is based on three things, Torah, learning Torah, Avoda, the Rambam talks about Avodah Shabalev, service of the heart, prayer. Are we communicating with Hashem in the form of prayer? Any type of prayer, personal, communal, and gemilah chasadim, loving kindness. Is the person proactive in visiting the sick, comforting the mourner, taking great pride in the, in the simcha of a, of a bride and groom becoming married, and the thinking about a bar bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah girl, when a baby is born, a baby naming for a girl, etc. So this is really a more in-depth focus of Amuna. Very nice, Rabbi Volk. Very, very impressive. So uh, we know that um, there's many challenges. What are the challenges with regards to instilling Amuna in the younger generation, whether it's via the parents? Rabbi Meirov, I must say I'm getting a bit emotional. These children who go to day school, modern Orthodox day schools, modern Orthodox high schools, for that matter, public school, if they're born of Jewish parentage, if they emerge out of Jewish parentage, they're not just students, as I have said. They're precious treasures. They're precious gems. They are so special that I really feel, and I've done this myself, when a teacher encounters a class, does he or she say hello to the entire class? I humbly articulate the following. I've been accustomed to going to every student, hello, 
Chaim, hello Moshe, hello Sora, Rivka, Louise, Henry, it doesn't matter. Every student possible to, to show, the, to demonstrate perhaps a proactive relationship that should be created between a Kesher, connection. A connection between the rabbi, the mora, the female teacher, and or, or maybe and plus, the chemistry teacher, the sociology teacher, the global studies teacher, the physics teacher. So very important. And each father and mother must do his or her utmost to make sure that particularly when they get home from work and they, they work hard and they may be tired, to devote some time to their children in the evening, help them with the homework. <laughs> if nothing more than a hello, how are you, sweetheart? How was your day? As opposed to continuing their work on the phone or whatever else. So the Amuna Connection focuses on the embrace of the pulpit rabbi, of the of the mechanech or mechanechet, the educator, the rebbe, the mora, the general teacher, and parents and grandparents to love these children so much. <laughs> I humbly submit the following. I spoke in my shul once about love and life. And I said that there are four words that evolve from love. L, life. O, order. V, vitality. No question about it. And E, event or enigma. Sometimes there's a puzzlement, but if you figure out the puzzlement, it could be a great success. That's love. Life, love, insight, F, fun or finesse. And once again, event or enigma. And I will never forget this. After a Kol Nidre service in my shul, I was standing outside with two of my younger generation, at that time students, children of my, of my, of my members, who are now, one's married with her own child, and another one is dating in the hope that she's going to meet her Bashert. And they said, Rabbi Volk, do you think you would want to be a member of two of our clubs? I say, what are they? So they said, BFF, best friends forever, and BFFL, best friends for life. I said, I would do anything to gain admission to these clubs. <laughs> so after I said that, they said, you're a member. Don't worry. You're a member. We're enrolling you. So with due, res- with due respect, this is what this is. So important. The focus of these personal relationships and the extension of these relationships. My very good friend, Rabbi Elazar Muskin of the Young Israel of Century City, has indicated to me, and his, if I'm not mistaken, Rabbi Muskin, if you hear this, uh, if you hear this broadcast, maybe my numbers are wrong. I think at once, I, I know the show had at least 515 families. And you said to me that on Thursday and Friday, you spend time calling widows, widowers, singles, 
If someone has a Yortzite observance, commemoration of Yortzite, could be a Simcha, celebration of a bris, a bar bat mitzvah, a wedding, maybe even a wedding anniversary. And connecting with these members of yours, or maybe not your members, this creates the potential for these for these special Jews maybe to walk into the unusual century city and to hear Rabbi Muskin's beautiful Divrei Torah, to go to one of his shiurim. So this is a model that perhaps could be uh, could could get that, that could could extend to other congregations as well. Hundred percent. So the way to instill imuna in the younger generation is by building that kesher, that connection, to have that love for one another. And I always say that the Hebrew word for love is ahava. The root word of ahava is hav, which is lehavi, which is to give. Right. The more we give, the more we love. And that's a very important message. I personally value, and my rabbis know it, I call them my rabbis. They're my rabbis, my parents, all over the country, all over North America, my Karen alumni, my young Israel you know, fellow fellow members and friends. These relationships are eternal. They're not just, it's not, it's not just hello today and goodbye tomorrow. These relationships are eternal. 100%, 100%, definitely. Rabbi Volk, we have a minhag, a custom on Torah Talks, our podcast over here, to have a final message for our broader audience. What, what, what message would that be? My final message is perhaps something that I just shared a few moments ago. My final message, my dear, my very dear, my very dear friends, whom I respect and admire always, is that each and every one of us needs to be a partner with each other. I'm not exempt from this myself. Rabbi Meirov, you're not exempt. Any person who walks in the Chazak is not exempt. We're a family. We work together. We're all responsible for one another. That's right. And therefore, together, we will continue to enhance our relationship between men and Hashem, between one man and his fellow, and between man and himself or herself. And so, my dear friends, I've said this, I've said this prepositional phrase at least three or four times tonight. With great love, respect, and I'll add one more word, re- admiration, we are in this together, and we hope and pray during the course of this year of 5784 that we will continue to grow in Torah and mitzvot every single moment, every single day, every single week, every single month, so that by the time we reach Rosh Hashanah of 5785, our involvement with HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be much more significant than it was in 5784. Amazing, Rabbi. Very, very inspiring. Through a physical engagement, there will be a spiritual engagement. Thank you very much. Rabbi Meirov, thank you so very much. Inspiration. Unbelievable. Continue that with Imuna connection, instilling Imuna to the whole world. To all of Claudia we want to thank our podcast holders, the many, many different platforms. We really appreciate it. Shout out to Torah Anytime. A shout out to Daily Giving. A dollar a day goes a very far away. We encourage you to check them out. Dailygiving.org. We want to thank everyone at Chazak, Natan Behar behind the camera over here, Robbie and Mayor and Izzy and, and Natan A and the whole amazing staff and team and the board members and supporters. We're forever grateful to that. 
And uh, we want to remind you, it's Tuesday nights, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Chazak Torah Talks with special guests. We're getting so much feedback. It's just amazing. Everywhere I go, Baruch Hashem, people are listening and enjoying and are getting inspired. And it means so much to us. And we appreciate all feedback. Please feel free to send it to us. Uh, future guests are always uh, suggested and welcome. Info at Chazak.org. That's info at C-H-A-Z-A-Q.org. We shall be zayich. We shall merit to see the Geulah Shlema, the complete redemption. Rabbi, thank you so much.